Welcome to a Monday edition of Minnesota Sports Talk. I am your host, David Shelsky, and you can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. After an amazing weekend of games, new coaching candidates news started circulating around the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to focus on that later in the podcast, but let's first discuss the latest news on our GM search. Matthew Kohler, a reporter for the Purple Insider, who, by the way, has 30,000 followers and a blue check mark, so he, he's got some bona fides. He says, from a few conversations I've had this morning, my understanding is that the Vikings went, want Ryan Poles to be their next GM. But I'm, it might depend on whether Chicago makes him a better offer. So we'll wait and see. Now, that does make uh, some sense because Chicago brought him back for a second interview. He was up for the Giants job. He interviewed there, but they they hired their guy. Now, he's going to interview with the Bears a second time and then us on Wednesday. So our hoping is is that he's able to leave Chicago without signing the contract. He'll see both offers, and of course, he'll take the Minnesota Vikings. He is my first choice. Nothing against Mensa, but uh, I think the background of uh, Ryan Poles, both in personnel and in and in recruit and in scout college scouting, and being a, in charge of that department, especially when they drafted. Patrick Mahomes, I think, uh, and he reshaped the offensive line for them. I think uh, both those things have me leaning Ryan Poles, and I think the Vikings do too. And the Bears, of course, are going to make their play. Now, I think a lot will be said on Ryan Poles deciding between the Bears with their with a uh, younger quarterback who they believe is a franchise quarterback, and at least was drafted as such. <clears throat> And then having Kirk Cousins and his contract situation would, I think, greatly kind of play the you know play the cards he's been dealt and which he decides which organization he goes. You can kind of decide. Well, does he see Cousins as the future, or does he see, or he possibly could think trading? Who knows? We'll find out uh, once we hire the GM and he gets. Grilled by the Minneapolis Press. I do apologize for the coffin. I'm still recovering from COVID. I recently got my monoclonal antibody treatment, and uh, I think I'm turning the corner, but I'm still got that lingering cough. Now, the GM update uh, from Mark Wilf. He was interviewed by the media guy for the Minnesota Vikings. He said, just completed our first round of interviews with all the candidates for both head coach and GM positions. <clears throat> we are narrowing the candidates for both down now, and we're going to be starting the new set of interviews this week. Now, to me, that says a lot. It means that we've already narrowed down our coaching candidates. <clears throat> In a glaring... A glaring... Um, I guess, you know, it's just glaring that they haven't interviewed Dayball for the Bills, offensive coordinator, and they haven't interviewed Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl, who both have been tied to the Vikings, but we didn't ask to interview. Now, that doesn't mean we didn't ask it. We may have gone through 
you know, through their agents, and maybe Dayball said no. But his reporter Peterson wanted the job, and he was willing to wait till we got a GM. Now, that might have ruffled some feathers, and, and he didn't want to interview without us having a GM. And he says, well, and the Wolves say, hey, that you're going to do it on our timeline or the highway. So that's complete um, conjecture. I'm not sure, but one thing is for sure, he has not been on the interview list, and Mark Wolf has said, we have narrowed it down. Now, what does this mean? Does Kirk Cousins stay? We'll find out with the new GM and who he chooses, if he gets grilled by the media. One thing I do not see is any Minnesota media person asking Mark or Ziggy Wolf, hey, do you want Cousins to stay with Minnesota Viking? People avoid that question like the plague. I don't think the media is doing their job when it comes to Kirk Cousins. We'll see. They say all these things in the you know on their radio shows, in their in writing their articles, but they never come down and just ask them. It's kind of disappointing. Now, Mark Wolf was reported saying he's looking for a strong leadership that will bring great people with him, coaches and players. So one of the things that Mike Zimmer was knocked on for when he interviewed was he would be asked who he'd bring as coaches and he just couldn't he just he couldn't name anybody. He says, Well I'll figure it out. And that's what, you know, held him back from being a head coach. We ended up getting him. Well, he didn't necessarily because we had good coaches in place, we had Spielman who did uh, go out and find you know, former head coaches to be offensive coordinators. You know, they, you know, they they could hire a Mike Zimmer. Well, right now we're we're looking at a clean slate, so we're looking for a coach who can say, "Hey, these are the guys I want to try to bring in. These are the guys I like, and these are the players." That in you know about that I evaluate as uh, potentials to bring in the Minnesota Vikings. So that's what Mark Wolf is looking for. And now just to recap of some of the head coaches that we have interviewed. Sorry, I'm trying to not to cough again. We got Nathaniel Hackett, Packers OC. He was he was one of the first interviews Sunday on January sixteenth. Kellen Moore. OC for the Cowboys, Wednesday, January 19th. Both had lackluster performances in the playoffs. And I do believe, because of the Wolves talking about strong leaders, I think Nathaniel Hackett might have a personality that is more lackadaisical, fun. He jokes around with Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that. They're almost buddies. And I don't think the Wills might find that as strong leadership. I did like Nathaniel Hackett. He was my number one choice. But after what hearing Mark Wilf talk about in an interview, I think Nathaniel Hackett's out. He does. I think he'll be a head coach, but just not now. With us, anyways. <clears throat> Kellen Moore, Cowboys. Uh, the performance of the Cowboys was panned by the media and analysts and they're really talking about calling that running play i'm not so down on it they had 14 seconds and you should be able to run a play and spike in 14 seconds they just didn't execute 
They practiced that. The players did. We wouldn't be talking about it if they were able to spike the ball and they had the ball at the 20, 25-yard line with the chance at the end zone. So I don't blame them for that. I do blame them for the first half not being prepared. Often a Mike Zimmer team didn't seem prepared for the first half. Now, Dan Quinn, Cowboys, D.C., a little long in the tooth. Famously gave up a 25-point lead in the uh, in the Super Bowl. I think we're look, trying to look young. We interviewed him January 19th. I don't know if he's getting a second uh, look. Jonathan Gannon, Eagles, D.C. I haven't spent much time with this. I'm not impressed um, with the Eagles. I... I maybe covered him a little bit in one of my earlier podcasts, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about him. Todd Bowles of the Buccaneers. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, and I'm not gonna talk much about Todd Bowles, mainly because he had a corner blitz and and left his safety one on one with Cooper Cup. So I'm going to basically and the game for the Buccaneers. So I'm just going to call it as it is. You can't do that. It's a bonehead play. Even Mike Zimmer would have been playing prevent in that situation. And wouldn't have let that shit. Or sorry, I swore. Let that happen. Todd Bowles made a bad decision. And honestly, the Buccaneers were better the year before at defense. But uh, I, thought he, I thought he was a, a good candidate. Um, I thought they would look at him. He's just not gonna. He's not gonna get the job. I don't think. Here's a guy I'm interested in. I don't know if he's getting a second look. He just he just interviewed recently, January 21st, before the game. I'm gonna deep dive into some some statistics here, but I'm a few highlights. He's a Denver head coach finalist, and he's also interviewed for the Texans. He took over the play calling for Sean McVay. Sean McVay had a lot of people saying he needed to give up. He's too predictable. Give up the play calling. He gave it to Kevin O'Connell, and they improved significantly. He was a former quarterback, drafted in the third round by the New England Patriots in 2008, played only one year, played in two games. Now on the Rams-Bucks game, the Rams won 30 to Bucks 27. The Rams had 428 total yards, 355 passing yards, 73 rushing. He was 4 for 11 on third downs. They had 24 first downs in the time of possession, 35. So all that was pretty impressive. Now, the Rams lost four fumbles. And so that's what made the game close. But how much of that, I I don't think that was a problem all year. Now, they did have a problem with, I think, a, a stable running game. I don't think that's going to be a problem for Kevin going forward if he is the Vikings head coach because of our running, our, you know, our running backs that we have. Now... The uh, Rams-Cardinals game, 
He had 235 passing yards, 140 rushing yards. Six for 13 on third down, 16 first downs, time of possession 35. They really didn't need to run up the score that much. So it's been an impressive run for the Rams offensively. If it wasn't for four fumbles in that that Bucks game, they you know people would be raving about how the Rams did it. Now for the season, 372.1 yards per game, ranked them ninth. 460 total points, 27.1 points per game, that ranked them eighth in the league. They were 25th in rushing. They had a, a revolving door at running back. They were fifth in passing though, 4,642 yards. Matthew Stafford had a resurgence to his career and obviously made an amazing, I think, 13-second drive, which has me, you know, has me railing on the Todd Bowles and the Buccaneers of how they let that happen. <clears throat> now, the next uh, coach I want to talk about, so that was uh, Kevin O'Donnell. O'Donnell, o- offensive coordinator for the Rams. The next person I want to talk about is D'Amico Ryans, the 49ers. Defensive coordinator. The 49ers uh, were 13 points to the Packers 10 in this last game. It was snowing. 49ers were built for the what it looks to be like a cold weather team. Even though they're from California, it does get a little cold in the Bay Area though, but a little colder in Green Bay, and it looks like the block punt saved the game, but the defense did its job itself. Aaron Rodgers was 20 for 29, 225 yards, zero TDs, zero interceptions. I was really impressed that they stopped him to only make him kick a field goal to make it 10-3, giving the 49ers opportunity to tie it. If they if they score a touchdown in that drive, could be game over. I would have I would have guaranteed a game over. Now he had 263 yards total offense, 196 yards passing, 67 yards rushing, given up. One fumble recovered. Five sacks. 5 for 12 on third downs, 14 first downs. So the 49ers did a job on the Packers. Now let's look at the Cowboys game. They won 23 to 17. Dak Prescott went 23 for 43. So he's inefficient. 254 yards, one TD, one interception. Ezekiel Elliott went 12 for 31 yards, 2.6 yards per carry on the average. They gave up 307 total yards, 230 passing, 77 rushing, 21st downs. That's a shocker. So they didn't give up many big plays, but they were able to eat away some first downs. Well, and a lot of that came in the last, uh, in the second half. Five for 14 on third downs, one for two on fourth downs, five sacks, one interception. So they got after it. Did a good job against the Cowboys. So far, this is probably one of the more impressive jobs of anybody in playoffs. Might be the most impressive. 
Now on the season, they were 48 sacks. Their defense commit are they got 48 sacks, ranked them fifth. Nine ints, 26. However, forced fumbles, 22, led the league. They only recovered 11 of them to be seventh, but that made up for the lack of interceptions by a lot. So they're very opportunist defense, causing turnovers, very aggressive. Listen to the interviews of D'Amico Ryans. He wants an attacking style defense. Music to the Vikings ears, Viking fan ears. Three, uh, the rest of the season, uh, 3,510 yards passing, 27th in the league, uh, 1760 in rushing, they ranked seventh. There was uh, talk about how they improved throughout the year, going into the playoffs. They were 14th on third down win percentage. There was a lot in the same area though. It's middle of the pack, but I think there was a lot in the same area. Ninth in points given up, 21.5. That was impressive. Bend but don't break. And they were the year before he took over, they were 12th with 24.4 points per game. So there was an improvement when he took over the defensive coordinator job. Now lastly, I'm going to talk about Raheem Morris, Rams defensive coordinator. I'm going to talk a little faster through this one. On the season... The Rams were 21.9 points per game given up. Fifth, they were up. That's up from tenth. They were tenth last year. Now, so they they fell back a little bit. He took over the DC job. Now, 26 and third down percentage. Rushing 17.54. That's sixth. So what I like about these D coordinators, they both have done well against the run. It's something the Vikings have not been doing as of late. But they were third last year at 1460. Passing, they were 4109 in yards. That was 22nd. But last year, they were first, 3051. They gave up 50 sacks. They were about that much last year. They were ranked third this year. 19 interceptions were also ranked third. So they do very opportunistic. 15 forced fumbles, they ranked 10th. They only recovered 6th. But they were still pretty high in uh, turnovers. So I, I, I give them a lot of credit for that. Now with the Rams, um, 30-27. to 27. Tom Brady went 30 for 54, 329 yards, 1 TD, 1 interception. He had 359 yards for the or the team had 359 yards. Three they we they commit three sacks, one interception, one fumble recovery, three for 14 on third downs. However, they blew a 27 to three lead. But the Rams lost four fumbles in that game, so you really can't hold it against them. It was overall solid performance. Uh, by the Rams defense. Brady went off at the end. Now the Rams versus Cardinals game. 34-11. to Kept Kyle, Kyler Murray to 19 for 34 for 137 yards. Which is terrible. 
zero TDs, two interceptions. He only rushed two times for six yards. Cardinals only had 183 total yards. This is a playoff game. They had only 14 first downs. They were 0 for 9 on third downs. They did get only two sacks, and, and but did get two interceptions. So overall, a solid performance in the playoffs. Pretty okay job for the season. The thing that got, has me shying away from Raheem Morris is the fact that they've actually regressed defensively from the year before. But the Wills are look, and he's the oldest out of the, these candidates. Out of these three candidates I'm talking about. But the Wilfs are looking for leadership and who you can bring with you. How you evaluate players. Raheem Morris bringing in a, a solid defensive coordinator and allowing his team, to, his, his coaches to coach the team. And him being the field marshal, the manager of the of the game, the leader, you know, handling, you know, game situations developing game plan, working with his coaches, executing, motivating. That would be a Raheem Morris to me. He could be a good defensive coordinator uh, for the, you know, a defensive play caller, but I think, I think you would be, if we're looking at him, we're looking at him to run the team. I believe the other, uh, D'Amico Ryan's. I think we're 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 hiring him to t- turn around our defense. And if you go watch his interviews, this is a leader of men, former player. He's excited to be out there. He's got drive. And then Kevin O'Connell uh, seems like he's up and coming star. Should we take a chance on him? Now that's it for today. Those are the three hot candidates right now. Um, others could be up there too, but these are the ones the media uh, are talking about for the Vikings. We haven't asked for any more coaches to come in, but that may change once we hire the GM. We'll see. Now that's it for today. Thank you for being with me. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.